It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, besties, and welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens. A show where we talk about all things drag, because we are semi-qualified to speak on it. I'm Juicebox. And I'm Cynthia Kiss. And welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens. We are back. Second episode this week. Second episode. Are you sick of me, Juice? Get out of my life. Get out of my life. Do you remember when I was in Toronto for too long and you were like, Cynthia, go home. (laughs) Because you were, because you were getting everybody mad at me. Everyone, <laughs> Everyone around me was getting you. angry, and it was all your fault. <laughs> it like literally all came back to Cynthia. You're like, go the fuck home. Go home. Oh Get out of my life, please. Well, twice um, in one week with Juicebox is a great week to have. So yes. I'm excited to be here. We and usually do our- like a long catch up before we start recording. This time we were like, hey, what's up? Anyways, do you want to start? <laughs> I texted Juice this morning. Let's get her done. Yeah. <laughs> we were Just talking about this. what time to record today. I was like, you know what? I'm up. Let's get her done. Let's go. Good morning. <laughs> I grocery shopped and I said, let's do it. <laughs> I love a good grocery shop. Today wasn't a good one. You know when you do a grocery shop and you're like, I'm not I excited for any of this. And I also hate to be the bummer, but inflation... Can we talk about grocery shopping right now and everything is just like 25 to 30% more expensive than I've ever seen it? I got literally the bare minimum because like I like to, I like, I, so this is my trick with grocery shopping. If you are someone who wants to stick within a budget and healthy eating, Mm -hmm. only stay within the perimeter because the perimeter is always going to be the vegetables, cheeses and milk and everything. Just the things you need to cook. All the aisles are going to be boxes. With so sugar and sugar, like, it's yeah. bad for you stuff. It's Pop. yeah, you want to stick to the perimeter, and then you can even get your little snacks on the perimeter too, right? So totally. I always stick to the perimeter, but even then, I did that today, and I only got like a few things in the aisles because the boxes are always the most expensive. I got um, it was still a hundred fifty dollar bill, and it's only for like three days worth of food. See, that's like it's it's rough out there right now. Even mm-hmm. to cook at home, it's like dang, where do you just kind of like. Budget a little bit, but um, uh-huh. yeah, so I feel you. I love a productive Sunday, and I love seeing yes. you twice. For our yeah. Patreon supporters, you actually get to see me without my backdrop and my messy bag head. Like, if you're a Patreon supporter, you really are getting a visual treat with this bonus episode, I must say. And you get to see me in my pink Barbie sweater uh, and my my messy bed head, too. It's so cute. I love that sweater so much. Isn't it cute? Thank you. Cake-worthy. Little cake-worthy sweater. I love it. So for our audio listeners, it is a pink sweater with 
Barbie dolls. We've got Barbie in the center. We've got Ken on the side. It's like retro inspired. Like they're, they've yeah, got big and there's like curls. Yeah, they have like big, big, big curly hair. And there's and like headbands. a black Barbie, an Asian Barbie, and a redheaded Barbie. And Ken has brown hair. And then Barbie, Barbie's kind of serving me like cultural appropriation though because of her afro. I'm kind of like, See, that's oh, what I, I thought. I was this. looking at it and I'm like, is that an afro? <laughs> yeah, I just noticed that Barbie's wearing an afro. And I don't know how I feel about me wearing this sweater anymore. <laughs> like, oh, oh my, oh no. But you know what? What is this? It's just for the Patreon listeners and they get us. They yes, get they us. get us. They get us. They Those know this people. wasn't on purpose. We love you, Patreon supporters. But mm-hmm. listen, we're here with a bonus episode. We're covering Canada versus the world. Yes. Did you watch Juice? <laughs> I did. I actually did. Um, uh, I and I saw every tiny detail because the lighting and the cameras on this show are horrifying, <laughs> just terrifying. And I know that this is not just me. I'm seeing this discourse all over the internet. But my God, you can see every drop of sweat, every pore, everything. Yeah. They they said Brooklyn and the judges get a filter. Everyone else get fucked. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Literally no one gets nothing. softness. It's like, it's too HD. It's like it's 8K. It's terrifying. I'm good with like 1080p. <laughs> I'm like, I like Yeah, it drag needs 1080p. I'm watching this and you can see every bit of texture on every one of these girls' skins. And I'm just like, ooh, ooh. And on that big TV. Uh, I, I, yeah, I watched it on the smaller TV today and I could still see it. So imagine oh. it on the big one. Ooh. Wow. Oh, wowie. Oh, wowie. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> It's week two. Uh, Kendall has just been sent home. And also, shout out to Kendall. She recently put out her look. Well, she didn't put out her look because she just put out something because I guess she said she was wearing her look at the finale. Mm-hmm. But this girl said content. She is putting out, like, I think she's put out four TikToks already. She's put oh, out a bunch of photos. Queen. Oh my God, content queen. Yes. I actually commented on it. I said, oh my God, you really said content. But I wrote content. Yes. On accident. So I just deleted it because I was embarrassed. Oh my God, girl. Me with spelling. <laughs> like, that is why I don't tweet. Oh, right? I was You're so delicious worried. and Eve are going to be like, you illiterate bitch. Like, they just jump on any <laughs> typo. They're just like, if you spell your instead of you are, like the abbreviation. Like, they are on yeah, yeah. it. I appreciate a girl who spell checks, but it makes me really scared to tweet. <laughs> it's I literally just... true. I realized oh. it the other day because it's really embarrassing. I'm like, I don't want to yeah. spell things wrong. But I'm an idiot. I'm quite a good speller, but sometimes my autocorrect, you know, fucks me in the end. But I'm sure it's the autocorrect. Blame it on the autocorrect. Blame it. Blame it on the uh 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 uh. Correct. So we find out that Rita actually chose Kendall as well because both of them wanted um, Stephanie to be able to represent and to be able to show more because mm-hmm. Kendall made it to the end of her season. Uh, Stephanie is the only Asian queen, the only person from the Philippines representing her country. So they thought that she had a little bit more to show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's good, but I mean, selfishly, I would have loved Kendall to stay because I love Kendall. Um, but yes, I know it's, you want them both to stay, but I did think that was kind of juicy. I was like, damn, either way we had it with the bottom two, both Queens were like, bye Kendall. <laughs> yeah. It was, she was out from the, from the jump. Um, you know what I will say, I will say, mm-hmm. and this is scandalous cause she's my sister. But on the first episode, I had a thought when, like, each girl was talking about why they should stay. It was almost, like, from an argument perspective. Like, Kendall was being like, you know, I made it all the way to the end of my season. And I almost was thinking, like, 
You almost no. don't want to say that. <laughs> you yeah, want to say like, say that. there's more to show. This is like, I've got so much more to like show. <laughs> when she was like, I made yeah. it all the way to the end. They're going to be like, well, then you already kind of got the ride. <laughs> yeah, right. Is that a hot I think, take? Is that a hot I take think, of my bestie? I don't know. No, I think, I think it's right. I think I would have said like, um, I have so much more to show because of what I did show didn't properly represent something like you would have I would have said like I have so much more to show of that how much I've grown in this short time like maybe something like that um these six months (laughs) these six months bitch uh and then we also have a new discourse that's been introduced that Victoria confronts Stephanie about with the word fishy so for those of you that maybe did not watch or missed it uh, or have not been on Twitter because it has been absolutely blowing up my notifications is that um, Victoria had to said to Stephanie, um, if you use the word fishy, it's offensive to cis women or anybody with a vagina because it equates the vagina as smelling mm-hmm. bad, smelling like fish. So they had a really productive conversation about that. What do you think about the whole thing? Fishy gate. I was, I was watching this episode fishy gate. and I literally <laughs> was like, okay, this is going to be such a cool topic to also bring to the podcast. I really appreciate Victoria just being so eloquent, bringing it up, bringing up her side of it, and then it being matched with Stephanie just being like, ooh, this is just like what we say. And yeah, like, I was like, oh God, it's like not even really an argument. It's just like, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's valid too, where she's just trying, they're both coming from different perspectives. I personally think we can do away with it. I used mm-hmm. to use that term, and then it was brought to my attention as to how it could be offensive and just like with language, it evolves. I just stopped using I stopped using it now. And it's funny, mm-hmm. actually, when I heard Stephanie's verse, I thought it was interesting she used the term fishy. I, yeah, me too. But have you seen, too, the... Um, there's another discourse on Twitter is saying that trans women were the ones who originated it, and it never meant the, the, the stinky pussy thing. Um, and that now it's like people are saying like that it's cis women taking language from trans women where they don't belong and all this stuff. And it's just like, I think we're really just digging a hole here. Besties. Like this just does not, I feel like we're really pulling at strings. There's a lot of reaching. I feel like if people who have vaginas say like, Hey, this term actually doesn't feel great when it's said about looking feminine Mm -hmm. makes me feel like this. I think everyone around should kind of be like, Oh, you know what? Yeah. That does kind of suck. Yeah, I hear you. (laughs) Instead of kind of, I hear you, instead of jumping at them, because it feels like, it feels like mostly cis gay men, like white cis gay men are just like, yeah, but it means this and I want to say it. And it's just like, bestie, one, not for you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like, calm down. And a lot of people are just like kind of going at it. It's just like, see it all over Twitter. And it's just like, my God, just shut up. Or here's the thing, say it, but now know when you're saying that you're offending a whole community and if you're okay with yeah. offending a whole community pop off but it's like when i hear someone like stand up for themselves i listen to that mm-hmm. and so it's like now that it's in the discord you know if you're using this term you're offending people so you you mm-hmm. really are sending a message so i think now it would be interesting if stephanie would include it in the verse i have a feeling she wouldn't she's she is empathetic like that no. i think it was just a miss sometimes Language evolves at different rates in different communities. Perhaps Mm -hmm. it just didn't get to Stephanie yet. It takes someone courageous like Victoria to speak up on it. And so I thought it was a really interesting um, part of the show. 
And it feels like Stephanie really took it well. It doesn't feel like she was very confrontational. She just explained herself. Yeah. Victoria explained herself. And she, she kind of felt like at the end of it was just like, yeah, okay, if, if that's offensive, I'm really sorry. And I won't do it. Yeah, I, I felt like Vanity had to step in and kind of summarize being like, so going forward. Yeah, we're not <laughs> we're going to do use this. That. Stephanie kind of was just like, eh. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, it feels like Stephanie, and we did get to see some more, like, serious sides of Stephanie in this episode, but it feels like sometimes Stephanie is just, like, always a little, eh, like, not really taking things seriously. She's always kind of trolling a situation, and I, it's what I love about her, and it's also where I'm just like, okay, is that, it's like, what's going on there? Like, are we deflecting? I was gonna say, it gives me very much deflecting defense mechanism. That's what I get from it. It's yeah. very much like, oh, this has happened, I'm gonna make a joke out of it just to lighten the mood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but we'll continue to see things fire up on Twitter. Oh, God. It's exhausting. Are you jumping uh, in there? You're, like, getting it on. No, I'm not okay. touching it. Okay. I'm not touching it. It's one of those things where it's just, like, uh, remember I said I'm, I'm trying to slowly break up with social media and all those things. So with the Twitter. Say. Yeah. So with the Twitter discourse, I'm picking and choosing my battles. So yeah. it's just, like, if it's going to be any kind of Twitter thing. Uh, firstly, I feel like if it's for me to be able to say, then I'll jump in. Uh or it'll be like, if it's, if it, I feel like I have something to add to the discourse, this, I don't feel like me being cis, white, don't have a vagina. I don't really think I have much to say on it. The I'm most I have to say is like, I've said it before in the past and I know I shouldn't say it. Like, so I'm fine. Yeah. You know? I get that. I so get that. Yeah. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um. So shall we move on to the next day? Hell yeah, we should. Mm-hmm. So oh. it's the next day in the workroom. And you've written down Anita Lonely. Anita said she was lonely. She's the only one that uh, represents her country. So she was said she was feeling a bit lonely. Oh, that's right. She is the only Aussie. Aussie yeah. Aussie. So was, I was going to, I was going to kind of mention like, what if, like, how do you think you would feel if you were the only person in Canada? Like if you were ever on like, say like Thailand versus the world and it was just you who got asked from Canada, like, do you think, how do you think that'd be lonely? Do you think you'd be able to do it? Do you think it would be easier for you because you'd be able to concentrate more, you know? There's, there is one perspective where I'm like, oh, maybe I would just be, like, super focused. And then I'd become yeah. this, like, villain. <laughs> Monster. Yeah. And then or I would, would triangulate you, like, other friends. countries. <laughs> yeah. Ding, 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 Like, ding. hop over and just be like, so, what are we thinking over here? And then just go somewhere else and be like, so, in America, they're saying this. <laughs> Everyone's like, Canada isn't nice. <laughs> and then Juice screams, Cynthia, go home. <laughs> Send Cynthia home. She's such a bitch. (laughs) 
No, but it, um, it, it would be lonely. It would be it would be kind of mm-hmm. hard to see a bunch of cliques forming, and you just by virtue of being by yourself can't do mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. I feel for her. Mm-hmm. And then we have Brooklyn hop into the workroom and we do a little reading challenge. Oh my god! <laughs> this reading challenge, like each girl got up and was just like, okay, so like. <laughs> You fucking fuck, and you um, are not gonna drink. Roses are red, violets are blue. Um, you stink and look like poo. <laughs> Those were the reads. <laughs> I hope you die. <laughs> A sad slow death. <laughs> yeah. They just was... were not funny. Oh my it god. Was, it was so strange to me. And like, I'm even... so sorry. <laughs> Can't. Do we have, to, do we have like... to play this music out? No, okay. Even Isis, who I thought would really kill it, even hers were like, oh, wow. I had a thought. I'm so sorry. My Facebook messenger was this little bubble in the corner on top of the pause button on oh my God. side, so I couldn't stop it. I just deleted or closed messenger, so I won't That's have so that run again. That's so funny. I was going to say, this music's really gone. No, I'm so sorry. I was desperately trying to stop it. <laughs> Okay, so the reading challenge. No one really killed it, and I feel like they don't know each other well enough to do it yet. They're just not close enough. Because the thing about the reading, when you kind of, you go for the Achilles heel, it's because you know the girl close enough that you're like, for starters, have found it out. And you, you, there's a camaraderie there with the reading. I feel like these girls were too guarded, and each person just mm-hmm. got really offended by each other. Mm-hmm. It felt like they were all kind of, like, on edge. <laughs> it was really edgy. I was just like, oh. It was like they were all just, like, a little uncaffeinated or, like, tired or something. Awkward. And it's strange to watch. You fucking suck. <laughs> You're so fucking ugly and fat and stupid. And, like, even Raja being like, I'm just waiting for the joke. I was just like, this is so awkward. I no hate watching this. No, no one was good. good. And no one. I don't know. It was. I loved just Brooklyn instantly being like, "This is not working." <laughs> she was like, "You guys know that this is a reading challenge, right?" Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mm-hmm. just feel like they don't know each other well enough. They should have waited. See, I think it's because they're all still too green from the show. Oh, like they're not, they're not savvy enough to like come up with quick reads and things. Well, because remember what I said? Like a lot of them are fresh off their seasons, um... except for Silky and Raja, and even Silky and Raja weren't good like not good i know but they're funny in different ways like we do see later in the episode like yeah it's interesting maybe we're like it's too polite up here in canada no one wants to read or they do in this really aggressive way i don't know what's going on it was bad yeah it was bad it was just bad but we love the girls for trying (laughs) yeah i don't think they should have crowned any winner I know. Anita won by, like, default. It was like, mm. you weren't the worst. <laughs> she said she was the best out of the worst. I know. Mm-hmm. Even when she finished, she was like, come on, that was, like, con- compared to everyone else. So funny. She was just like, yeah, that wasn't bad compared to everybody else. At least I had a, at least I didn't stutter when I delivered, you know? Aww, yeah, it, I was know. A r- it was a rough go. Um, but... We do that awful reading challenge that I would love to forget about. And we find out that we're going to be doing the Snatch Game, but it's called the Snatch Summit. Yes. Now, I was a little confused about this. So this is like the... What's what's... What's it called? Like, it's a word... World leaders all come? What did that big summit... What is it called? Ooh. 
Ooh. That's a, ooh, you're asking the wrong girl. But yeah. I know the, a summit of sorts would be like, kind of like the model UN of life where people yeah. like come together, like political leaders come together, like a summit on that level, like my understanding of like a summit. Yeah, I was like, why somehow are people come there? I sound so, I sound so dumb on the podcast right now. I know, I sound, I know, I'm gonna sound really stupid. I remember there was one that happened in Huntsville because my dad had to go to it. And he had to, like, stay there for, like, a month. Um, the thing is, summits are, like, gatherings. There are particular summits that are political. Like, if we're just defining the word summit, like, I don't... Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like, a summit would be, like, to have, like, a conference. So that's where... Oh. Why didn't they just do a regular Snatch Game? This is so strange. Because Justin Trudeau was going to be there. So they had to somehow spin oh. an episode. I had the Been realization in. where I was like, oh, okay. Justin was there, so they turned it into a political snatch game. Like, someone just was piecing together a continuity of the episode. Um, We'll dive into the maxi, but it didn't feel political to me. It felt like they just called it the snatch game Yeah, oh, same. Oh, yeah. And no one, including the hosts, like, Brooklyn, turned it into, like, a political thing. Like, it was different than um, the season with Look Over There and Jada, like, where she was truly a politician. Excuse me. Truly a politician. Yeah. And it felt like a political um, parody. This kind mm-hmm. of felt, um, it was interesting. I agree. When I, heard, when I saw the theming of Snatch Game, I was confused. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Feeling down in the dumps? Feel like you need someone who isn't a friend or family member to talk about it? BetterHelp is the perfect neutral party. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Boom. Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. We have a special offer to the semi-qualified Queens listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com SQQ. That's betterhelp.com slash SQQ. The special URL will be in the show notes. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Well, everybody comes into the Snatch Game and we've got Vanity as Spice, who is a rapper. Um, Stephanie as Cardi B, uh, which I thought was an interesting choice for her. Uh, We have Rita as Gilda, who is a French drag queen. We have Anita as uh, Adele, or, you know, whatever that was. We have Silky as Lizzo. We have Isis as Donatella Versace, Victoria as Kim Woodburn, and Raja as Big Frida. Now, were there any standouts for you about this Snatch Game? Anything that you thought was good or weird? (laughs) I love that. I just felt like I went on like a weird tangent, so I loved hearing you talk. Um, I do. We're diving right in. We're diving right into this maxi. Well, I mean, there wasn't really much before it except them saying what they were going to do, right? 100%. So I feel like we should just dive right into the maxi. Yeah. Um, for starters, who, that Adele. Oh, bad. Oh, bad. Oh, bad, was, bad, 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 bad. It was just, it was just strange. I was just like, it's funny listening to an Australian person try and do a British accent. <laughs> it's it just like, think what we sound like doing a British yeah. accent. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. 
it gives me context of how it can be just like a little off. But um, I there was no humor. Ooh. I felt like she was holding on to the divorce vibes, divorce joke, mm-hmm. and that that's it. Yeah. And then, you know? okay, so I just, again, going back to calling it like the Snatch Game Summit, it didn't feel like, I just felt, <clears throat> I'm torn because it was like, were the character choices then to be political? Like, how well, even you... like, were the questions political? It just, it was strange. The whole overall thing was strange. But speaking of strange, um... <laughs> Like no, no hate to Miss Stephanie. Love. I was going to say, are you, are you going to go in on her casting? I'm going to go. I'm not going to go in, but I am going to be like, I just think it's funny that you're an Asian person. You're like you're light skinned, mm-hmm. and you're doing a black person. Yeah. And like, thank God she didn't make her skin darker because that would have just been insane. But I just don't. I don't know. I think people doing black people, especially when they, they do a black people who's such a large character mm-hmm. and uses those characteristics, it's just like, this doesn't really feel right to me. <laughs> like, it, yeah. for me, I was watching it and I was just like, I don't know how I feel about this choice. Um, but she's not getting roasted on Twitter. So I guess everyone was fine with it. And maybe it's just me. Uh, but I just, I, for me, I was just like, that's a choice to do that. My thing was, it just wasn't really funny. Oh, that too. I mean, it wasn't funny at like, all. It be, <laughs> like, I don't even feel like I've, I have much to say just because it's like choice or not alone. Like I'm almost, I'm always with like some of these things. It's like, I like a little bit of risk, but then there was no payoff. It was like, we didn't get this big Cardi B personality. We didn't get any sort of rapport. She just kind of mm-hmm. was like, so middle of the road. Like, again, she was just like. Uh, uh, like, uh, like really the whole time and I just was I wanted so much more and yeah. like I there's there is a world where I'm like is because she's POC she can also play like a different like person of color there I think there maybe is that like I feel like if a white person was like I'm gonna be Cardi B like if I did Cardi B I would almost anticipate like a roasted a crucified yeah, not, it appro- would be not appropriate but but I but I I think but but she's still, I don't know. I th- i don't think it was a great idea. I think it wasn't the best idea. But again, that's not for me yeah. to to make that judgment. It's not for me to say anything. But for me, I was kind of just like, oh, I don't know if that's the best character to go for. Yeah. But, and choice aside, the performance of that then chosen character was just like, wasn't big yeah. enough for me. Yeah. Um, what about Rita and Gilda? I literally don't even remember. Like, I literally don't even remember. And I think yeah. some of that was the editing. I don't think she actually got a lot of airtime. Well, uh, uh, Spice and Rita, I feel like, answered one question each. <laughs> like, they got dust. Yeah. They said, Vanity and Rita, we're just going to give you a little twinkle, a little, does the sparkle? Here you go. And done. To prove It was very there. Kendall season two. Like, one giving, question was, it was answered. It was giving Kris Jenner. <laughs> yeah. They said, you're going to get one question, and then we're just going to move on completely. Um... But yeah, it was, I thought she just like acted like Rita a bit, you yeah. know? Yeah. And then kind of like the Edith Piat character too, right? Like a zany. Yeah. But her Edith was quite good. Her Edith was incredible. And then it's just like, is it almost just a spillover of that choice? Felt a bit, yeah. You know, as a, yeah. the, like as, as choices of the character. I know it's a brilliant character. It's just like, have we technically seen it? 
And yeah. it, but it, again, I barely saw her perform, so I almost feel weird judging, judging each it. queen's performance because I'm like, what if you did way better? And they just, I don't know, they it felt very it. unbalanced. Now, yeah. I did think Isis did a great job as Donatella. Oh, she had so a lot of good. fun, which is mm-hmm. so great to see. I could tell she just was like almost throwing the political satire to the wind. Yeah. And she just decided to start insulting everybody, which was very funny through the character work of Donatella. I loved it. I loved yeah. it. I, and I really like when you can see Isis having fun because I feel like Isis can sometimes be a little shy and a little closed off and a little, uh, and a little like cold. But totally. when you see her really enjoying herself and really having fun and like laughing, she's great. I know. You know, so I was really excited to, to see her just like really enjoy herself on this. And I thought she was super fun, like very much a well-deserved, you know, you know, good job on this. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I feel like we saw so much of Silky. Yeah. Like, I felt like they gave Silky so much camera time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know for what reason. Because, like, even the way that Rita said it, she was just like, we're never really finding the joke, you know? It's a lot of noise, but never really finding the, the payoff. Yeah. Uh, but she looked great. Oh, totally. She nailed it visually. It mm-hmm. just came down to, like, there was never any, like, hook line sinkers. Like, nothing yeah. ever was short and funny. Where are the jokes? Where are the jokes? <laughs> uh, speaking of jokes, Kim Woodburn, what did you think? Victorious gone. Yeah, it, I do you know this character? I, I've the no. odd time watched this cleaning show. I feel like it was on some Canadian broadcasting, like it might like the W Network. <laughs> Ooh, W Network. Oh. Fancy. <laughs> um, but uh, so I recognize the character. But I just, she's kind of just like a severe, like organized woman. It was almost like the Marie Kondo thing LaFille did. It, it, it was like, is it a, a funny character? I don't know. I don't know. Again, I don't know. Do you it, it felt like I was just watching Victoria. A little bit. Yeah. It was just like, okay, you're just talking like yourself. And she's very, Victoria is very much a character in herself already. And yeah. she speaks very much already sort of like the way she spoke as Kim. Mm-hmm. So it just felt like an extension of her being a little more goofy. And I was mm-hmm. just, I don't think she went big enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but big, again, speaking of big, Raja as Big Frida. What'd you think? It was like, it was good. I don't know. I feel like I'm, I watched this episode a couple nights ago. And so now I'm like, what happened? <laughs> I watched it, it was kind of like... It's not that it was bad because yeah. she had jokes. She was very present. She was fun. My only problem is Big Frida has such a distinct, raspy, deep voice mm-hmm. that, and Raja has the softest little angelic voice. Like it such is such a cute voice. Oh, cute! But it's it's like right in her head. It's like kind of nasally. It's like very high. Yeah. So it's just like what a that's such a weird choice for me to pick because mm-hmm. like. How are you going to get your voice that low to really get that raspiness? Yeah. Because that's what's so funny sometimes about the things Big Frida does is she has that voice. I don't know Big Frida that well. When I was, when the episode started, I quickly did a Google search and I never played any videos. I just quickly was watching photos of her to see what their vibe would be like. Um, so I never clocked the voice. So she has a much deeper voice. Uh, well, you know, the, the Big Frida is, um, uh, She's in a lot of RuPaul's music. She's in a lot oh, of Beyonce cool. songs. I like, was to, say, when I believe you hear... she's like affiliated with Beyonce. She did some yeah. songs, right? Yeah. When you hear oh. Big Frida's voice, you're going to go, oh, that's Big Frida. Oh, I love that. 100%. Okay, so then it's an interesting choice to be, I don't know, them in Snatch Game and not be able to pull that voice off. 
Yeah, the voice is so distinct, and the voice is like such a big part of Big Frida that mm-hmm. for me, that's where most of the the mm. like comedy would have come from would yeah. be to able Im- to imitate that voice. Um, do you know I met Big Frida? Oh my god, cool. Yeah, but on accident. Oh, so you didn't know? I didn't know. I was um it was for Vancouver Pride. It was the night that you and I were at the closing party. Oh cool. And I was walking there from my uh from I, I think like a gig was close to it or my mm-hmm. hotel or something and I was like, I'm just gonna walk. Yeah. So I was walking and I'm in full scoochy dress, like long hair, like looking like a cross dresser right yeah. just walking through the streets <laughs> and um i'm completely lost i have no idea where i'm going and i've i've got my big suitcase my phone my like fanny pack my hands are full i don't know what to do so i see these like people sitting yeah. on a, a street corner and they are they're covered in rainbows they've got like beautiful hair they're stunning. they're stunning they look so cool so i was just like this is a safe space. I can ask these people where I'm going. They look like they're here for pride. They look very safe for me to go up to. I am going to go up to them. They make me feel good. So I go up to them. I ask them and they were like, oh, we don't know where that is, but you could probably ask those people over there or let me, th-. and they were like super, super helpful, helping me with everything. And they were like telling me where to go. And I ended up finding my way. And as I walked away, I went, my God, I know that voice. What is that voice from? <laughs> Who is that voice? And then it wasn't until I got back to my hotel that night that I saw all of these people posting videos from the Big Frida concert that same night. Totally. And Big Frida was literally waiting for her cab to go, or like her (laughs) driver to go to this like concert right as I was walking by her. And I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe I met Big Frida and didn't even notice. I'm such an idiot. Oh my God. (laughs) You were asking her for directions in a city she's not from. (laughs) She literally looked at me and went, babe, I am not from around here. I I have have no no idea. idea. But she was just like... Those nice people could probably help you. You could go in here, go in here. Her dancers are like, let me see your phone. Like, they were so nice. But, oh, I love yeah. that. I bet you see, you were probably more chill because you just didn't know. Well, they saw, well, I think they saw me and they were just like, this poor little cross dresser just this needs poor to drag me. Our call time <laughs> for that gig. Remember when Tommy told us to get there so early? Oh, I was so mad. <laughs> Shout out to Tommy's call times. Shout out to Tommy's call times. Oh my God. Also, for those of you listening, if you are someone who books queens, if you book queens who are professional, don't give them drag call times. Give them a normal call time. Because if you give me a call time that's three hours before, and then when I show up and you're like, oh, I just gave you the drag call time because I figured you'd be late. I'm not going to be late. I'm a professional. Never. (laughs) Don't you understand that we have taken that time that we see and then we subtract multiple hours for makeup multiple times for travel to the destination mm-hmm. like we Nap. see that call time and it changes your whole day as a drag queen if you're like oh yeah on it i'm the exact same way juice if someone tells me to get there for drag time like purposely Ooh. ahead rage i could never show up to any event an hour an hour and some late being like i'm here <laughs> like, <laughs> hey my music's already in right like never that would, I would never feel, i would feel so bad thinking people are like waiting around and it's probably me being uh, a people pleaser but like I'm very punctual. Oh yes, same. The anxiety I, of being late, not worth it. I've had some it. people where I show up and they do that and they see my eyes and they go, Oh, sorry, was that the wrong time to give you? And I went, Yeah, I'm gonna go get food. <laughs> yeah. Like out of there. I'm gonna go knit a scarf. <laughs> <laughs> I've got three and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. How late are your other girls? <laughs> <laughs> you need That's to fire them. Oh, oh also, did Silky learn how to play the flute for this or did they add that noise in? 
they I feel like they totally added that. Okay, because I was just like, oh my god, is she playing the flute? <laughs> I don't know. I could be I could be completely wrong, but a part of mm-hmm. me feels like she does not play the flute. <laughs> <laughs> she might. <laughs> it's kind of hard to make that sound. My mother played the flute, and I tried. You had to like purse your lips in a very certain way, even just to make a note. I find it very hard. I don't know. Okay. So maybe not. But if you just blow into it like a recorder, it doesn't make a sound. So the snatch game ends. It was a cute one. Um, what did you think? I love how much fun Ice has had. And yeah. then after that, um, I just was a little confused with the flow because I think at the political lens it was supposed strange. to be through. Yeah, it was strange. I didn't love the snatch game, but I loved Isis. Yeah, I thought I thought she was good. And then I, this is the thing. Who would go second? I feel like Isis got a lot of airtime. She did, but she was very good. She was very good, but then I almost felt like I didn't see the full Snatch game. I don't know. I wish I got to see more of Vanity because I actually thought she was doing quite good. And I feel like she would have had like a lot of fun zingers, but mm-hmm. I feel like we didn't see a lot of them. Um, and I feel like we, I feel like we literally just saw tons of Raja, tons of Silky, um, and, and tons of Isis. Yeah. And then like, who was... Oh, and then, like, a little bit of Victoria. Like, I felt like we saw that side of the room most of the Snatch Game. Mm-hmm. So, closing you know? thoughts. Interesting camera time. <laughs> yeah, interesting. So, so far, editing, lighting, uh, and camera work, it's all it's, it's all a lot. But, you know. <laughs> um, so, we go into the next day, and Woo. Brooklyn walks in. Big surprise. She is wearing the strangest workroom outfit I have ever seen her in in my life. I thought she is killing it with the looks this year, but what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? There is such a difference between Brooklyn Heights working with a designer making you a look from head to toe and Brooklyn Heights playing stylist. I was like, what is this? So it's a beautiful top. They're designer jeans. They're mu glare. They're the ugliest jeans I've ever seen, Cynthia. I don't care if they're designer. Exactly. And so for her to pair it, it kind of, I felt like I knew what she was going for. She was going for like Christine Quinn from like Selling Sunset. Like she wanted to be coming off like that blonde bitch. But instead it just was like a randomized Sims character. I will never not think if you put a black band over a lace, it's a hard front. I will never not think that. Oh, you weren't vibing with the headband. Oh, I was like, what, what is that headband for? What are we doing with this headband? Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, at that point, it, she lost me with the jeans. Like, that's my bigger complaint. I'm like, why are and, you wearing those jeans? And, like, the jeans were a different black than the top, and then the top was a different black than the headband. It felt like three separate outfits. Head, bodice, and and bottom. Like, it was just like, where are all these things going? But and then it was like, please welcome me. Justin Trudeau. <laughs> right? And then also with this one, they um they, she didn't have her regular filter on her face. So you could like see like her brow block and all of these things. Like they need to fix this camera work. Cause the workroom can get a filter too. There's nothing wrong with that y'all. We could filter the workroom guys. Like let's just <laughs> let it happen. Like whatever cameraman is on this show, I need you to step it up. Because <laughs> uh, we are drag queens and we need to look flawless at all times, please. I'm all begging. Times. Mm-hmm. All times. Um, so she walks in and then everybody gets a big surprise and Justin Trudeau walks in and this has made some big ripples and yeah. it's very divisive, Yeah, right? It's, I remember there's some people announced... who are excited and some people not. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, I remember you when it was off. announced that like that had such a 
reaction, like a divisive yeah. reaction from the audience. I personally thought it was exciting to have a political leader on the show just because it, it like is legitimizing it to be part of like, I don't know, just the like cultural zeitgeist. Like it's putting it on that platform like you would a political leader because there's messages like we saw at the top of this episode with Victoria talking to Stephanie. This show can like change people's opinions. And so yeah. it makes sense that a political leader would want to be involved. Yeah, I think, and I think sometimes too, it's just like, I see both sides very, very clearly on why they would not want them and why it is important to have a political leader there. And I think both can be true and both can exist. You know, we don't have to live in this world where there's like this good versus evil thing mm -hmm. uh, that we can kind of have a gray area where both can be, it can be a good thing and it can also be a bad thing because he does have like a very poor history, especially with the treatment of indigenous people in our country. Yeah. Um but it is good that political leaders are seeing our community as legitimate and wanting to harvest it and come on some of the biggest platforms for us. Um, what was I going to say? Oh my God, I lost it. The train left, train left the station. Um, kind of rounding down, rounding back to like what you saw as good as him being there. Like what was your positive? Uh, well, my positive is just like people like, you know, it's good to have. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. I think a lot of times too, people in Canada think like Justin Trudeau is almost like a dictator. Like mm -hmm. he, they see him as almost like our president, but mm -hmm. with the way that Canadian politics works, it's so much different. Like he's the leader of a political party of Canada, like the liberals. And he is the leader of the liberals. There's so much more. Mm -hmm. that goes on it's not just him making final decisions it's him probably getting a little bit more but there's so much more to canadian politics and there's mm -hmm. so many more people involved in these decisions that i feel like when it's all comes down on one person it's just like okay let's look at let's think they're all trash because they are <laughs> I, I thought that the other day i was like is he kind of the face to attack a lot of injustice you know it's like yeah it all is being targeted at one particular person it's like i don't think structurally it's built like that and so yeah it's, it is it's almost um i don't know i don't i want to be respectful of everyone here it's just interesting to see it be attacked on like one person doing the show it's like well, it doesn't work like that yeah and both things can exist it's good that he's on there and it's bad that he's on there because they're platforming someone who does make some very poor decisions, mm -hmm. right? But then it's yeah. good that political leaders are legitimizing, you know, our community. Yeah. So, you know, both can be true. Um, but what was kind of cool for me with this was that he knows Rita. Mm -hmm. He literally said in full French, he was just like, oh, no, I know Rita. So it's just like, Mr. Trudeau, did you watch season one? Diva, <laughs> did you watch? I just need to know. Did he watch season one? work he definitely watched he's definitely seen you work work yeah. diva that panic um, attack has been seen across the world baby. he said oh that's board juice bucks um <laughs> uh hearing him say that's no shade i was just like i <laughs> what did these people prompt this man to say i also you know? loved how nervous brooklyn was for like what the girls were going to say to him when Stephanie called oh, Justin yeah. Trudeau daddy she was literally like it felt like the babysitter and the, the babies were like, misbehaving. <laughs> you could see her like, great. I knew, I knew that you was going to happen. That. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was kind of funny to watch to watch Brooklyn react that way. Uh, and it was I found it to be really sweet. Because again, coming back to what I said, you can kind of have a gray area and both things to, to be true. Like the what Stephanie had said was people like him made it safe for her 
to be able to come into this country, you know? Totally. So to be able to see stuff like that is so important to her. So, you know, it's kind of nice to see the the middle ground sometimes. Mm -hmm. I love the rapport with the queens. And I think yes. there was a lot of reaction to him being on the show. Have people since, are they, is there still that same uproar since the episode came out? Because I knew there was a lot with the announcement, with the trailer. There was a lot. Was Yes. And you know what, too? I found like there was a lot of uproar and there was a lot of blame on Brooklyn for it. Which makes but... no sense. <laughs> Again, it's yeah. not like she is texting Justin Trudeau being like, you got to come on the show. Yeah. And I think what everybody needs to realize, and listeners, I, I hope that you guys take this in. Brooklyn is not the creator and producer of Canada's Drag Race. Brooklyn no. is the host. She is hired talent. So Brooklyn makes no decisions. Like Brooklyn is not, yeah, she's not given a whole lot to be able to do. So like she probably finds out that Justin Trudeau is coming at the same time as everybody else on cast. So these are not decisions that she can really make because it's her job, right? She's mm -hmm. just kind of following along with what she wants to do. So I feel like a lot of the flack that she received from this was, was rough because like, this is her bread and butter, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. I think yeah. people see RuPaul as like an, an executive producer role in conjunction with hosting. They then mm -hmm. think Brooklyn's the same thing, but it's not. It's She's hired to do this like contract by contract and she yeah. doesn't run behind the scenes in that same way RuPaul would. Yeah. Like I don't think Brooklyn's in the writing room deciding the thing. She doesn't even know. She doesn't even decide the cast. Literally. So yeah. it's, I know I've on a personal note, she's, she's frustrated sometimes when the fans treat these decisions and target them towards her because it's like y'all her fingerprints aren't on it so just yeah be mindful if you guys that. want the producers we'll give you their names you can call them <laughs> exactly. exactly yeah <laughs> uh but yeah so that was great um it was nice to kind of see that sort of interaction with everybody and my fun i think the funniest part of the whole thing was silky having not one fucking idea who this man was you could so tell yeah. oh she was just like great who is this guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah very that very very fuck. that yeah um but that's and then we'd have we're on to the main stage for the next day right is it elimination yeah, day? yeah i think it's it's elimination day so we go right into elimination day and uh do you want to tell us who is there Oh my God. So of course there's Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Yes. <laughs> yes. But our there. guest judges for the week, we've got Priyanka. She's back so in the good. building out of drag. I wasn't Ooh. sure like if they would have, is there like, is there a reason? To, like I, I thought maybe she would do it in drag, but I love it. out of No, drag you too. can't, you can't be in drag. Uh, if someone else is on drag on the panel. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. yes. Um, and then we've got, um, Tracy and then Serene Fox. Again, which yes. I heard she broke a record for being the most um, guest judging on in 2022 ever. Like yeah, she, like, well, broke she did three. Yeah, yeah, three episodes. I I heard a rumor. Ooh, should I should I say it? I would love you to. Would you? Yes. I heard a rumor that Actra won't uh, allow a lot of their people on Drag Race because of the contracts. It's like a combination of that quarantining because of COVID. Yeah, and there there's contracts that I think a lot of celebrity um, guest judges have have trouble with then signing on to the project. I think it's hard yeah. to do. That's what I heard. So I mean, it's great that we get to see Serene so much because I really quite like her on the show and she's beautiful. Uh, but I think that may be a reason why we're seeing a lot of repeats and also why we're seeing a lot of alumni. Mm hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Oh my god, could we get on semi-qualified queens? We just I... share a seat. <laughs> Listen, I really want to be on a first episode because I just think it's correct. I think you it's know? correct. I think if they were to have me as the guest judge on an episode one, it just makes sense. I am the Canadian pork chop, like so Priyanka's, I feel like Priyanka's judging the snatch game. So I should be on the first episode. It should be the girl who went home first gets to send another girl home first. I think it just makes sense. If you are listening, producers, after I just sent you so much hate, please. <laughs> reconsider <laughs> reconsider after all i've been doing is sitting here talking about the horrible lighting i want that good i want that good filter <laughs> please please uh, although i wouldn't be allowed to be in drag you like that <laughs> i wouldn't uh, i would be able to be in drag though so i don't know how i feel about that probably get a i'd probably wear a toupee i'm gonna work do it mm-hmm. just do like you want to dive into the runways yes the celestial bodies runway so first up we have silky what did you think I thought it was fun, the, like, puppeteering of, like, the one hand with, like, smoke coming through it. Like, I, I felt mm-hmm. like it was, like, a little cheesy, but it's, like, it felt more theater. And then yeah. it was cool because it's, like, taking that theme, Celestial Bodies, and being, like, here is, like, a mystical creature as a puppet. But yeah, that was cute. I, liked I actually it liked it. I don't, I wish the hair made more sense with the color scheme. Like, the hair was so cool, but why would, why was there red in it? It was, like, a very random wig. Yeah. Yeah. It was beautiful, but I was just like, that doesn't really make sense. But overall, everything I... What a random wig. Yeah. yeah, It was just like, she had her, the wig that matched and went, no, I'll do this one instead. Um, But overall, I thought, I love the puppet, though. For me, stuff like that is really exciting. Uh, What did you think of Raja's? It was, like, very, very fun and cool. Very fun Mm -hmm. and cool. Um, And then, oh, God, help me love. What did it look like? I am screaming, you just read fun and cool from my notes and then had yes. no idea what it looked like. Uh, <laughs> I thought it would come to me and I was like, I don't even remember. It was very like, her her face was very, it was painted almost like silver and dark, like blacks yes. and grays and stuff. She was giving body. She was giving body, body, body. It was she very was body. It was, yeah, and very accentuated shoulders, very accentuated small waist, very big pads uh, and high, 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 high shoes. Okay, now that it's come back, which I always yes. say is a bad sign. I'm so sorry. So sorry, Raja. I did actually like it. In the moment, I thought it was cool. I liked seeing that those dimensions on her. Same. I really liked the outfit. I, I didn't love the silver, but again, I think that maybe it didn't show off well on the camera mm-hmm. because of the camera they used. Because for me, it looked gritty. Uh, and I don't think that was her fault. I think in person it was probably smooth and very lovely, but on camera, it just it, the texture looked funny. Uh, and I don't know why she wore black shoes. I didn't love the black shoes. Yeah, couldn't she like just continued the silver, silver, or like or like continued that beautiful blue velvet into the shoe? Because that blue velvet was incredible. Yes. We you, you know love blue velvet. Oh, I love a velvet. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I feel when... like for loving velvet, I haven't seen you in much velvet. Uh, it doesn't fit anymore. I had some, I had a lot of really beautiful velvet, uh, outfits, but, uh, they, uh, my shoulders and, uh, arms got too big, so they don't fit because they're not a good, they weren't four-way stretch. So I sold them. Totally. That makes sense. Yeah. They were some of the most beautiful things I owned, but, uh, yeah, they are gone, unfortunately. Uh, what did you think of Anita? She was wearing a kind of like starry there was a moon in her hair she had that very like australian wig i thought Um, she looked really pretty i said she looked like a bedtime story she looked like yes it was like creative it it, i think it would work so well in like a kid's show with that foam wig and the way it was fully sparkling like i thought there were parts of this that were really really charming 
Yeah, I thought it was charming. The construction of the gown, I thought, was kind of, like, design challenge-y. Hodgepodge. Uh, it was a little hodgepodge, like, kind of thrown together. I was kind of like, I don't love the construction of it, but I loved the, I loved her makeup. I loved the moon. I loved the the really cool hair. Uh, I love those, like, um, Priscilla wigs. It's very um, Australian. Very Australian. Um, I feel like that's their vibe. They, like, own the foam wigs. And I think I would love totally one, wouldn't you? Oh my god, we should, okay. We, we should get foam wigs. We should get foam wigs. We should get foam should wigs. Should we do a foam wig photo shoot juice? Where it's just sparkly big foam wigs that we'll never wear ever again? Should we get it? Should I'm we like, get it? I'm not against. Uh, you know what? Actually, I was talking to uh, my, my husband and some friends last night, and I was telling them about this new act that I'm developing. And, and I was just like, it's so funny that I chose a career where all I do is travel in suitcases, but these acts that I'm building are massive and very hard to travel. So what am I oh, doing? Oh my God. I know. I know. <laughs> it's know? kind of intuitive. We want to share it with the world. I know. But then like, why is it so big? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I want to know. <laughs> I'll tell you about it after we wrap. It's, it's a surprise, but I think it's going to be for a show that you and I uh, are going to be doing together. So you'll be able to see it. Oh my God. Exciting. Yeah. Okay, who's um, next on the runway? Who's next on the runway? We've got Rita. Next on the runway, we have... Yes, Rita. What did we think? It was very, like... She looked like a sun. It was really cool. It's that designer that made something for Jan Sport. I think it was their promo a couple seasons ago. It's yeah. this very sculptural, metallic material. And it just... It worked really well with the, the theme. And you can make this giant celestial piece. Like, I thought it was really cool. Didn't love the hair, though. What was the hair? It, well, here's the thing. I don't know if it was just, like, the, the shaping of it. it. It was, like, orange with, like, a deep black root. And it did... I'm turning them to my side. It did these, like, loops. Like, these kind of, like, tidal waves of sorts. Like, it was, like, scooped hair. Then it sculpted back. Oh, it was yeah. cool hair. Yeah, I didn't really notice it. Just because I, I think I was so concentrated on, like... I never really used to see Rita in a lot of these silhouettes. So it was fun to see her in that. Yeah. Switching it up. Yeah. Uh... And then we were, where are we? And then we're at Stephanie. Oh my God. Really? Love. She loves Loved it. I feel like she loves the bird reference. It felt like this was very reminiscent to her, her one that she, that she got eliminated on. (laughs) Again, like bad omens, bad omen. Uh, Yeah. Is it, is it, did she get eliminated with that? It must have been. No, I think, no, you're thinking of her uh, reunion look because she just came out and wore like, or no, for the finale, she wore this. She really, wore like, wings. Wings. And that okay. was a piece that she really liked that wasn't actually slotted for that particular week, but she'd gone home for the one oh. runway. So she wore it in the finale, but then oh. it's, it's reminding me a little bit of this dress, but then this dress is like upgraded. So it's cool to see the elevation, but yeah, she just loves that. Those, that kind of the wingspan it feels very almost like greek goddess it's cool it is cool what did you think of vanity <laughs> i really liked vanity um hers was really cute i liked that it was but it was very simple but the mohawk was really cool it almost felt to me like i know this is gonna sound bad but it was giving me very much like she looked like ornatia okay like it's as if ornatia like done crystallized and yeah. turned into 
uh, like a, a, a rock and drag queen. Like that's what it was kind of giving me because of the colors and the hood and the spikes. I was, I was say, just because like of that bluey green color. Yeah, the bluey green. I was just okay. like, oh my god, is this Ornacea? If Ornacea just decided to just hit the runway, she's like back. she's back. That's what I was kind of getting. Um, ooh, but what about Victoria? Victoria Scone. What did you think? That's Do you remember this? The material that like those rings. Were the way they were draping and when she would spin and they so would fall. Cool. I thought this was so cool. It reminded me of the metal that Jombers just wore in the finale episode. I feel like there's mm-hmm. someone in the UK working with this really cool gold fabric and I want to find out who it is. Um, because it's it's reminding me of that same kind of Skia Pirelli-esque thing. But then just so sculptural and cool. I thought it was incredible. It was incredible. I want to know how she did it. Like how she was able to make that thing so it could spin. It was mm-hmm. great. Um, now our last girl, Isis walks out and I love when Isis pulls one of these, you know, when she's like, I'm not going to look real pussy. I'm going to serve you such a cool look that you were not expecting. It's almost very Dragula, Mm -hmm. like fun, like really artistic. I was so excited for Isis's. Um, what did you think of it? Oh, so cool. She looked, she was in a movie, like a dark, mysterious character she's not sometimes she's not afraid to it doesn't always have to lean on like hollywood glam she'll go sci-fi she'll go a little darker suki made this look actually really yeah oh i love that suki doll suki suki, suki doll. doll wait is that us um spreading misinformation or no this time it was okay. truly truly hurt because when i when i was on instagram for a millisecond this morning I saw one of her sketches that I recognized and Isis tagged it and she did Work. design this. Okay. I was going to say, are we willfully spreading misinformation? No. Um, no, so, no, no, no. so after all of those runways and we get to our snatch game, we find out that our top two is Raja and Isis and our bottom two are Stephanie and Anita. Do you mm-hmm. agree? You know what? Um, they definitely weren't the strongest of the week. So in a way I wasn't surprised and I just, mm-hmm. I felt like I wasn't laughing when I saw their performances. So yeah, I kind of agree. Yeah, I agree. Stephanie wasn't very good. And Anita was big, bad, big, 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 bad. Um, I don't even know who else I would have put in the top with ISIS because ISIS was so good. And I feel like everyone else was really middle of the pack mm-hmm. that I guess because Raja was so dedicated to her character um, that, you know, it makes sense for her to be in the top. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And I wrote again, lighting so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, no, they're just lighting. I was like, oh my God. Uh... <laughs> That's so funny. So funny. So uh, do you want to go in to talk about how they begged for their lives? Because Anita was really, really, really upset about it. Or do you just want to go right to the lip Oh, let's dive into those lip syncs. Yeah, I was going to say. Let's, Let's do go it. right into How did, because it. Because I feel like talking is sort of just like, yeah, we get it. You want to stay. Totally. You know? But we have so a, what did you... one of the best lip sync songs on a Canadian version of the show in a while. Skater Boy by Avaline. Uh-huh. So good. I love it. I was so excited. And then the fact that they were both kind of in like matching, um, what's it called? Like rock looks. Yeah, rock looks and mullets. Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily love the way they both did the lip sync, but I think it is a harder song to lip sync to. So um, I, I liked it. It wasn't my favorite, but I thought they were great. Although Isis did that thing I hate. She did the jump onto her knees and I was like, girl, enough Stop. with the knees. Stop breaking them knees. Stop breaking them knees. You are only getting older. 
Um, but I thought they were great. Do you feel like it was, because uh, Miss um, Isis wins. You can't put filler one. in those knees. <laughs> can't put, well, I mean, you might be able to. Uh, Could you imagine no. knee filler? <laughs> so you knee can filler? slam on your knees more. <laughs> what, did you th- what did you think? Do you feel like it was a, a deserved win between Russia and Isis with Isis winning? I felt like Isis gave it. I feel like she gave Me us too. a little more like dynamics to her performance. And so I wasn't, I was like, yeah, well, she won. Yeah, me too. Um, And she decides to choose Stephanie to go home. Mm, Now, do you feel like that was the right choice? She said she wants to do it by track record. She she was just like, it's track record, which I think was a bit of a cop out Mm -hmm. because just because she was in the bottom twice, I feel like while she wasn't very good in the snatch game, Anita was very bad in the snatch game. So I feel like I would have chosen Anita to go home because Stephanie's look was better and she wasn't as bad when Anita's look was, I feel like kind of hodgepodgey and she was very bad in the snatch game. I would have chosen Anita. Yeah. Like I, I, I I don't know. I don't know why she chose Stephanie. Like she knows her. She knows how long she's been on the show in her original season. It was, it felt a little, it was felt like an interesting choice to me. I don't know. It felt like friendship was almost like put to the side or ignored or like, it was just, I didn't, I don't know why she picked um, it was a weird choice. Pick stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. Because if we're doing that same kind of logic, how long, how far did Anita go again on, on her original season? Middle of the pack. I think she was like halfway okay. through the season. So we can't, I... we can't keep using this as the like metric, but at the same time, Isis for sure knows Stephanie. I don't know. It just was, just was interesting. <laughs> yeah. And Isis was episode three on your season? Not Isis. Stephanie was episode three on your season? Yes. So now she's episode two. So she, yeah. she, she didn't even get to go as far as she originally went. Right. So, and an Asian girl going home on snatch game. It is just the curse. It's the way it goes. It's the curse, bitch. They said, they said, uh, Asian girl snatch game. Get out. You know, Thanks. um, I did like her. I have no exit line and leaving. I know. It was good. It was cute. It was I liked cute. that. I liked that. Um, so that was the episode. What did you think? Yeah. Um, very fun overall highlights in the snatch game but it wasn't it wasn't necessarily like my favorite version of it ever um because mm-hmm. of, i think the summit thing i think that threw the girls but i digress i di- i digress i like how this one this one was such like a i felt like this is a very divisive episode there was a lot of divisive things happening yeah there I was the discord the, about like the fishy. The, the fishy term and then having trudeau here like it was an interesting episode mm-hmm. yeah I, th- I feel like it was it was good to to have all that but yeah all right, so we're going to get to our audience questions. This one is coming from Hiro Zake Sigal Prince. And he says, my question for J and S is, how the fuck does one, does someone date and find quality like-minded guy in Vancouver, more of a Cynthia base as she's in YVR? I am clean living and always have been straight edged. I live alone and don't see cohabitation in the future. I'm non-seen, but love the culture. I'm an introvert, but love quality time, communication and physical touch and romance. I'm self-motivated and have my shit together, including my future goals and so forth. Any insight beyond the typical dating apps and other than the occasional event or community gathering that could connect people like me together. I'm also autistic and have nonverbal learning disorders and highly anxious. Help a hero out. Oh my god wow that's a lot that's i mean thank you for writing in um mm-hmm. and i totally feel for you like um 
sometimes the world's scary out there. It's nice to have a partner. Juice and I yeah. are both in long-term relationships. And so there's, there's, we totally understand the advantages of like having a partner. Um, Vancouver is notoriously like kind of closed off. There's, it's I it. sometimes blame that like pesky weather where it's very rainy for a portion of the year where you kind of mm-hmm. stay indoors and close knit. So sometimes it's hard to like build community. So I really empathize I, in, in one way. Like I met my partner through work. Like I, I was throwing myself into my passions, my interests, and mm-hmm. same with my partner, Vincent. And so I think we had of aligned skills and like outlook on life. And it just, we kind of uh-huh. complemented each other. And from there grew a relationship. So I guess my advice would be, you know, maybe perhaps continue to look into the worlds you already like explore with your community. And if there's anyone there in that, um, I will say there's a lot of self-awareness and sometimes when someone knows themselves so specifically, I want to question if that's like a huge boundary or like a wall we're putting yeah. up to block people from coming in. I also want to be mindful of you being autistic and me not under- understanding perhaps some of the nuances of living a life Very with true. that diagnosis. Okay. So I have to be careful with my advice here, but I'm also blending it with general advice for the SQQDs. What's say yes. you juice? I would say... Okay, so I'm just breaking down what we've said here. So clean living, always been straight edge. Love that, same. Uh, You don't seek cohabitation in the future. So you want a partner that you don't live Live with. with. Um, Non-scene, but love the culture. Totally valid. Like I said, again, I love the gay scene, but I don't love to go out all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Introvert, but love quality time. You can totally be an introvert and love quality time. You can just be quiet together. And I find that's the most comfortable thing in the world is when you can have someone you can just be quiet with. Um, Communication, physical touch and romance and self-motivated and have my shit together, including future goals and so forth. So I really think that, yeah, I'm just going to kind of bounce off what Cynthia said, like just sort of like. I would say let it grow organically because for me, I have not dated in over 18 years. I've been with my husband for 18 years, so I'm not the best person to talk about with dating. But for my friends who have found partners who have really fallen in love, they just sort of let it happen organically. They were never seeking it out. They weren't saying like, I want a boyfriend. I want a partner. They were just sort of happy with themselves. And when that happened they were able to grow with another person, you know, yeah. that other person just kind of fell into their lap and things sort of happened naturally from there. So I think sort of like what I would say is maybe stop looking and just allow yeah. the universe to deliver you what you deserve, you know? And good on you for the hustle. Like if you're working hard, if you've got your shit together, that's a wonderful trajectory to become like an eligible bachelor. Yes, it's like, there's people are going to love it. that. Keep killing it. And ultimately like, I, that's why I brought up my experience of like finding my partner through work. Like on mm-hmm. one level, like work is for work. You don't necessarily want to become like turn your colleagues into a small Tinder pool, but it's like, yeah, at some point, you know, you just want to keep like, make sure you are a complete person as a, mm-hmm. as a solo human on this planet. Cause that's the minute you attract another person. It's like to have the energy where it's like, I'm incomplete without a partner. I yeah. Feel like sometimes that's when, um, it doesn't work for somebody. You got to make uh-huh. sure you love yourself and then it comes from there. I know that's kind yes. of preachy, but that's my advice. Yes. And that's not for us saying that you don't love yourself and that you're not, you know, that you're like only dedicated to this. This is again, just us giving sort of general 
like knowledge out totally. to everybody and totally. hoping that maybe there's something in uh what we're saying that you can sort of hold on to we're not trying to directly place this on one direct person yeah, um, no we we when i'm when we're talking about this it's like kind of general for the audience as well as the writer in yeah so hopefully you can find some things in our little conversation that help you hero um but yeah so that was really fun so i guess I think that thank was you for it writing for in. Bit. We appreciate that. Sorry, I wanted to just yeah. say thank you for writing in. We appreciate it. And then I, we know it's tough out there. It's hard looking for love, <laughs> right? It's hard. That's I feel. I feel so weird sometimes with dating stuff because I'm like, I haven't dated in 18 years. I'm not too sure, <laughs> right? It really is difficult out there. And I think with COVID, it's become even more secular. Like people, mm-hmm. it's hard to meet people. So I empathize a lot. But speaking of meeting people, if you want to meet us, follow us on Instagram at SemiQualifiedQueensPod, on Twitter at SQQPod with the hashtag, hashtag SemiQualifiedQuestions, or you can email us at SemiQualifiedQueensPod at gmail.com. This week we did a written question, but we always want to hear your beautiful voice as well. If you want to record a little message for the pod, um, record it at www.speakpipe.com slash SQQPOD. Um, thank you guys so much. And we will be back next week with only one episode. <laughs> yeah, our bonus um, episodes. I'm like, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh my God, we're so sleepy. Uh, but we'll be back with just one episode next week. And we'll be still be covering Canada versus the world. Thank you guys so much. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>